Blog Talk Radio. Sure, I'm glad you did. Uh, it, I'm very, very excited for today's episode, uh, tonight's episode, I guess we should say. Uh, it's uh, I am just uh, I got uh, our guest. Uh, she's known musically by Ladder, and I got her press kit from the fine folks over at Trend PR. And um, man, I I I was hooked. I, I listened to her new single, and then I started listening to some uh, of her past uh, work on YouTube and whatnot. And on uh, various social media, and I, I tell you, I'm a big fan, big fan, folks. So happy uh, for this episode. So we're gonna we're gonna jump right into it. Uh, without further ado, I'd like to welcome uh, Ladders. How are you? Hi, I'm good, and thank you so much for the for the introduction. That was so sweet. Thank you. How are you doing? Oh yeah, I'm doing great. Doing great. I um I did not lie. I did not lie. You were really really good. I uh, we're gonna play Dead Rose here uh, a little later in the show, but man, what a track! I love it. I love it. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, that's cool. That's cool. Awesome. Well, before we get into that, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. You grew up in uh, Mumbai, right, India? Yes, I did. Uh, I spent most of my life in Mumbai. And uh, I've been, I'm 22 years old, and I've been out here in Los Angeles for about two years now. I was here for school, wow. and now I'm just starting to put some music out and play some live music. Yeah, pretty excited. Nice. Just the beginning. <laughs> Bit of a culture shock. Um, although all, I haven't lived in Los Angeles or, you know, Southern California in a long time. Um, gosh, you know, 15 years or something. But all of my California friends <laughs> tell me, yeah, when you moved, it got real hot here, and it stayed that way. So I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, but, um, oh, they all think like that. Mumbai is really Mumbai is really hot all all year long. So, <laughs> so it's great for you. You're like, this is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was I was in Boston great. for like four months, and I moved here. I was like, nah, <laughs> that's too cold for me. Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> I went to college um, in in Boston. I grew up in Detroit, and mm-hmm. then you know got accepted to school out in Boston. Went to went to school, and uh, was out there for six years. Six years I did that. <laughs> I dug out drive parking spots and rode the T around in the winter. Oh my gosh, you know. <laughs> but the, yeah, and then I, that's it's, when I moved to Southern California. When I got out of school, I said mm-hmm. I need the exact opposite of Boston. Where do I go? And yeah, that was it. Um, yeah. Now you went to Berkeley out there in uh, in, in Boston, Cambridge, I should say. Sorry, I can hear you. Oh, you went to Berkeley uh, out there for school? Yeah, yeah, I was there for uh, a semester, and uh, nice. exactly like the weather caught on me, I was like. This is so unpredictable, and I can't sing here, so I don't know what I'm doing here. Because I was like sick all the time because of the 
cold weather. Right. I grew up like humid. Like I, it was extremely humid when I grew up. So that weather was like, whew, I don't know about that. Rita, <laughs> you have to realize you're you're a tropical delicate flower. Boston is too harsh. You don't need to be there. Oh, no, I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, Boston was kind of interesting, though, because you were indicative of the type of people I would meet when I was in Boston. And I tell people this. One of the great things, I mean, yeah, art school is great. Yeah, that's what I do for a living. I'm a painter. I paint people and stuff. But um, anyway, and that's what I was out there for school for. But one of the great things in my limited life, uh, when I was, had gotten out there, um, I finally started meeting and hanging out with an international crowd. Uh, you know, you would you go to a party in Boston, and you're meeting people from Brazil or from from everywhere. You know, all over the place. Yeah, I agree. At, at the, yeah, absolutely. At the same time, what kind of stinks is people from everywhere. Semesters end. <laughs> they go home. <laughs> they go to other places. So all these friends yeah. you meet are suddenly. And when I was out there, the Internet really wasn't a thing, the public Internet. And, um, you know, computers were $3,000. We, we, couldn't, we couldn't afford that, man. We, we were lucky to afford Dunkin' Donuts. Um, Boston's not cheap. But, uh, yeah, you know, all your friends were gone then, which is different today. You know, your generation knows how to stay in touch, <laughs> you know. Yeah. They, Shoot each other yeah. TikToks and stuff. We didn't have that when I was a kid. But, um, you got to buy a stamp. It was a lot of hassle. Anyway, anyway, one of the great things that um, I did know about, no, I used to go, like I said, I was in art school. We're all weird, you know, strange and everything. And um, wearing turtlenecks in the summer, you know, just weird, weird <laughs> kids. And um, we used to go nightclubbing all the time. That was a big thing of ours. Uh, we we go nightclubbing three or four times a week. None of my mm-hmm. friends that went to um, Berkeley ever went night. They were all amazingly <laughs> serious, nose to the grindstone. I mean, that's I knew true. people that's... that were going to medical school at Tufts that were less, you know, uptight than the kids at Berkeley. Uh, they were very serious. And you kind of had to yeah. be really good at, at music to go to Berkeley. You know, it wasn't just, yeah, I think mm-hmm. I'll go in here. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no. no. Then you're in for a surprise, like a big surprise. Like it, it was kind of like that for me. Like when I went there um, initially, I was like, yeah, like definitely. Like I, I wanted to do music since I was like, very, very young. So I had no doubt that this is what I wanted to do. But when I got there, I was like, okay, this is crazy because there's so much to do. And now I don't know what I want to do. And also because mm. it's like an extremely big school and pretty like financially it's very expensive like moving from India and coming there so I was like you know what maybe I should take some time figure out what I want maybe I'll go back there at some point mm. but right very now smart. it's not the time for me so yeah I just and I well, visited California well, for one weekend <laughs> and I was like bye <laughs> <laughs> she's like get rid of these socks I'm wearing flip flops this is the place to do it um Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah, California, once you I'll never forget. I got off the plane from Boston. From Boston. It was cold and terrible. Um and I landed the plane landed in uh San Diego. And you know they have that I don't know what it's called, that that 
kind of bridge thing that comes out from the airport and attaches to the side of the plane. And that's where you, you know, you walk into the airport off the airplane. Well, that thing had broke. I don't know what happened. It had broke. And so it was like an old movie. They wheeled out this rolling staircase to the door of the uh-huh. airplane, you know, and we all walked down the staircase. So I, the door, you know, I come outside feeling like a movie star because I'm walking down the staircase, you know. I'm like, and the sea breeze from the bay hit me, and I'm just like, I'm home. This is beautiful. <laughs> and we'll start crying, you know. It was so nice. Such a change. Oh, my God, I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> California's crazy. Well, one of the other things yeah. about I was just talking to uh, my guest last night. Uh, he had grown, grown up in Iowa and then moved out to uh, L.A. there. And uh, we were talking mm-hmm. about the cultural, nothing like Mumbai to Los Angeles, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, we were talking, and one of the things that California will force you to do, and I don't even know if, you're, if people are conscious. I kind of wasn't. Is you make all these friends, and everybody's doing something. Like, everybody's doing something. Um, you know, yeah. they're making a movie, or they're in a band. They're, they're actively Yeah, you're pursuing always around something. artists. It's crazy. Yeah. It's beautiful. And like, you yeah, constantly around Yeah. You have to do something. Otherwise, you look like uh-huh. a schmuck. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So you start doing stuff. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Music, right? <laughs> Going to the studios at 3 in the morning. That kind of stuff. You know? Fun stuff. Yeah. Oh, my God. All, all day. Oh. All night. <laughs> There's no time. Like, I think, like, in Boston, it was, like, around 4 p.m. or 5 p.m. Things would just kind of, like, calm down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Even if, like, in terms of, like, you know, all day everybody's, like, grinding and everybody's chilling by the evening. But over here, it's, like, you are the ones who are providing the chill in the evening. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's, like, Absolutely. like, you're playing or, you know, you're, de- you're doing something. You can be out there more. Yeah. It's easier Absolutely. to find Yeah. You have to, you have to, and you find yourself getting up early. That's everybody makes fun of me. They're like, you're such an old man because I get up early, you know, and uh, Mm -hmm. they're like, well, when did that start happening? When did you start getting, I'm like, when I moved to California because it's three (laughs) hours behind the East Coast and you have to get up, you know, at four in the morning to start talking to people on the phone and stuff, and it's just part of it. It's part of it. Now, but, you know, but you're used to time, I mean, Mumbai, I had a band on from Mumbai, I don't know, a couple of years ago. And I, I remember mm-hmm. it was crazy because of the time difference. It was like 11 and a half hours behind us or some craziness. Yeah. I can't remember. 12 but and a half. It was weird. It was a weird. Yeah, this half a day ahead of us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but it was that half hour that I'm not used to, you know, because everybody else is an hour. Yeah. I'm like, of course, <laughs> India. Thanks. Here we go. Let me get a calculator out. Oh, my God. It's crazy. crazy. Every time, yeah, like the jet lag, like if you're visiting, like if I'm going back home or if you're visiting India, like the first week is just jet lag. Like you're just sort of, Mm. uh, (laughs) you know, this time uh, I went back for like a week. And that was my entire trip, and I was trying to, like, do a lot of things. I had a wedding to attend. I was shooting a music video. I was doing all of these things, and I had to spend some time with my family because I don't see them ever. So 
And I was like, I don't know how to do this. I literally like bypassed the jet lag. Like I pretended like I, I had no I came back and slept for like a week. Yeah, I was like, like, I I was like just Sorry. I went to um, a couple, well, many, many years back, I went to uh, Asia for a month and uh, did, you know, Japan and China and all uh, Taiwan, all that kind of stuff. And uh, I had some friends of mine recently that were going to Japan. They're like, oh, we're going to Japan. I'm like, oh, how long are you going for? And they're like, oh, you know, six days. And I'm like, I didn't say anything because I didn't want to ruin their, their time, but I'm thinking to myself, there's no way. There is no way you're not going. You're going to. You need a couple of days to acclimate on the time. You just do. Yeah. yeah. You know. And if you're visiting, no. like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They had all these plans. They're like, but, we're going to do this and then do that and do that. And I'm like, you guys, this isn't Epcot. This isn't Disneyland um, or Disney World. You, you're, your body is going to be the other side of the home. planet. So. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. But I didn't want to, I didn't say anything because, you know, I'm that type of friend. Anyhow, you know, I didn't want to be negative, you know. Um, so let me ask you, you mentioned, you mentioned that, um, you know, you always wanted to sing and music. You were the musical child, mm-hmm. the, the musical girl. Uh, tell us about that. Did you come from a musical family? How did, are we, is it just you? Uh. or how did it happen? No, actually, it started with my my mom. She sings. She's an Indian classical musician. So uh, oh, when okay. I was very young, uh, she she used to enroll me in a bunch of classes. And uh, like, I love to paint. I love to write. So I always like I did these things. And my mom like mm. all because my mom like she put me to all these classes. And then I started with Indian classical. Good. And that's when I realized I was like, yeah, I love to, I like to sing and stuff, but Indian classical is just like not my style. Um, you know, I want to do something else. And uh, and my brother as well, he loves to sing. He was like, he's one of probably like my biggest influences because um, he was just always listening. I didn't know how to operate the computer. Like I was really young, and I was just like, mm. he would just play the same album, don't repeat. Like these indie um, Indian indie bands. And uh, Pakistani indie bands, and like I would just keep listening to that. Like, yeah, it's like rock. And you also because of that, and all you're listening to is like Bollywood around you. So that music is refreshing. Like it's like nice. Like this is different, you know. And then um, nice. yeah, so everybody in my family just sort of loves to do that. And then I think I was in the seventh grade ish. When I thought about it, I was like, you know what's better than coming back home and just singing? I don't think what? there's anything else I want to do. <laughs> and that's why I, I hear like, okay. <laughs> And my parents were like, have always been super, super supportive of everything that I wanted to do. So I just got lucky like that. And I was like, okay, so I've been studying music and trying to do something since then, basically. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www 
www.jamierocks.us www.jamierox.us Hey rockers, this is Stacy Lane Wilson, author and editor of the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series. I have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians, artists, authors, filmmakers, and music historians. In Season 1, I interview Phil Toussaint from Ozzy Osbourne's band, Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the book's 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS. That's R-O-X-X for 10% off your first order. Remember, T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, The Quotable Edison, Quotable Henry Ford, uh, Quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and, of course, The Quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool, um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes & Noble, all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com. M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A-L-B-I-O-N.com. MichelleAlbion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out. I'm telling you, one of my, um, one of the biggest punk rock uh, guys, well, used to, when I knew him, I still know him, but when, when I first met him, I would call him a kid, uh, one of the big punk, biggest punk rockers I've ever met in my life uh, is my friend Nodder. He is, uh, he's now an attorney, um, but just goes to show, wears a suit every day, you know. Um, but he was, he's from Pakistan, and, uh, you know, he was showing me these pictures. He's like, oh, yeah, here's my band, you know, and they're posing in front of a bunch of rubble and stuff. You know, I'm like, that's punk rock. That is punk, you got it. But, um, oh, man. So, yeah, great guy, great guy. Well, you know. You just can't. Let me ask you this now, because here you are. You're going against a little bit against the grain artistically um, from your uh, surroundings growing up. Your mom's into, uh, you know, she's a, a, a classical musician herself. How was, and I, you know, I don't know. I, I have um, Chinese friends. They say their parents are the worst helicopter parents ever. Uh, I've got some 
all kinds of ethnic groups. I don't never <laughs> heard Indian parent. How did this go over? Hey, mom, I'm gonna make pop music. Uh, <laughs> alternative pop. You know. How was that? I mean, it's, was that a conversation? Of course it was, and it still is, because like my parents don't listen to a lot of like they don't listen to the music that I make. Like in general, it's not terrible taste in any way like nowhere in the horizon can you see that so like for for them it's like what you know whenever I ask them like what what do you think about this and they're like it's good like that's all they say like very good very good and like literally everything like my dad is like my dad is like the different one, so he's like completely like out of the arts. <laughs> like he mm. he comes to my shows with earplugs on. <laughs> my shows are like soft, like it's not even like hard music. It's just not. Yeah, but not he, as he doesn't know. But, he, know. but he's there. That yeah. he comes to the show. Exactly. He comes to the show, exactly. and that's the important. Exactly. And Poor little Brenda, can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, hey, mom, listen to this. Uh, it's called the Spice Girls, and her mom's like, I don't hear any spice in that. Not a lot of spice. <laughs> yeah. Were they being but ironic? What's the deal? <laughs> oh, no, but exactly, like, it wasn't with 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 Indian parents in general, though. Like um, like the people around me, like my friends and everyone, they weren't. They had they had strict parents in in terms of like their career choices. Their parents were chiller than my mm. parents in general, but when it came to like their career choices, they were very strict with it. And that's like it. Uh, when I was growing up, it was like that. Still, uh, things are changing now in India, but like back then, it was a little more. You know, you have to be a doctor or a, or like an engineer or a mm. lawyer, you know, things like that. So. Um, I was shocked that, uh, you know, like my parents were so open about, you know, like what I wanted to do. And my friends around, they would always just like, they were all extremely supportive. So they were like, yeah, like, you know, at least one of us, you know, like can do what they really want to do. Like, because everybody used to love to, who doesn't love arts, like dancing or singing, you know, like it's just something that, a lot of people couldn't like, you know, sort of continue into, you know. So it was at that time. Absolutely. It's that. It's that. It's just like such a blessing because it's beautiful out here, and you know, I I could study. I was studying music uh, since the seventh grade itself. So it was just. I was always. I, I had an opportunity to explore. And that's all my parents, by the way, like, like, just go for it. And my mom was always, because she wanted to be a singer. uh, And uh, due to, like, the background and because it wasn't, like, there's, like, like, India has progressed exponentially Mm. in the past few years. And I think it will have some exponential growth, like, in the future. So even in terms of, you know, like, the generation gap feels a lot extreme like it's huge like mm. like the way that my parents grew up and now so she also wanted to be a singer but like she couldn't do it so like every time that I'm doing something that she's genuinely like she's like oh, yeah fuck it that's awesome <laughs> she, like, that is cool yeah. 
That is cool. And it's a good <laughs> lesson for anybody in any culture. You know, if you if, if folks listening, if, if your kid's into something, man, be supportive. Drive them to dance yep. lessons or, or, you know, trombone lessons or whatever it is. Whatever, baking lessons, doesn't matter. Support them, yep. you know. Yeah. I think it's and so important, like, for kids, like, oh, regardless talk, of, talk. like, what, what, I feel like regardless of, like, whatever you're doing, um, art should always be a part of your life in some way. Um, oh, and I believe everything, I, I think everything you do is some kind, like, it's an art form. But I, I mean, like, in general, like, the expression where you're expressing yourself, it's, so important mm. and so important to learn that when you're young because it, it's something that helps you, I, I think. It, it helped me throughout my life, like singing or, you know, writing or painting. Everything just gives me well, so much, you know. It's a lesson we can Comfort. learn in this country. I'm, I'm not trying to get on a soapbox or anything, but I'm just telling any of the listeners out there, you know, if you've got a youngster... Give them a paintbrush. Give them a recorder, man. Um, a guitar, something, something. Don't buy them a gun for Christmas. You know, come on. Uh, there's a better path. All I'm saying, man. All I'm saying. Um, I would like to have a boring news night. How about that? How about that? Um, you know, what's cat TikToks? Well, nothing happened in the news. Here's a funny TikTok. I would love to live in that world. You know. <laughs> Fantastic. Hey, speaking of TikToks, of course you're a young lady. You have a TikTok. I was checking it out. I was checking it out. Uh-huh. Very cool stuff on there. <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm just starting to understand the world of TikTok. Uh, do you know that TikTok is banned <laughs> in India? <laughs> no, is so it? Don't, is it? Yeah. yeah. So we in India, like we we don't nobody knows like they know what TikTok is because they had it for a while, but all Chinese apps are banned in India. There's no TikTok in India. Ah. Well, you know, so, yeah. I, so, I have said this yeah. uh, many times. I would like to thank TikTok because I have not had a heart attack directly because of TikTok. And here's why. <laughs> here's what happened. I will watch, I, I'm an old man. I watch the TV, I watch the news, and I yell at the screen like I'm watching a baseball game or something. I'm like, you know, you idiots, what are you doing? Ah, you know, I get all worked up, and my wife will walk in the room with her her cell phone. I don't use cell phones. She, she has one, and she's like, and just puts it right in front of my face, and she's like, look at this TikTok. It's a pig, and he's opening a door, you know, or he's pulling out a vacuum plug or something, you know, and I'm like, and I'm distracted. I'm like, oh, look at that. That's cool. Let me see more. And I calm down. I'm at peace. I forget about the idiots on the news. And thank you, TikTok. I have not had a brain aneurysm because of TikTok. Um, it works. Yep. Oh, yeah. I'm like a puppy works. with a treat. Oh, I'm telling you, you get sucked into that. I get sucked into it. Um, yep. But I did find Extremely out an interesting thing on one of your... Um, TikTok videos, you were talking about being painfully shy. I couldn't believe it. You're a rock star. <laughs> shy. Um, you have a music video. I <laughs> You're doing great. I, so that's just like, so yeah, that's like, it's weird. It's like when I'm in front of the camera, somehow that that's something else. 
I, I'm somebody else. I think like it it, it gives me again like ah. it gives me like that space to express. I think I'm I, I get a little more comfortable in front of the camera as opposed to I think most people. But um, again, but like when I'm in a social situation, like I can uh, nah I get extreme social anxiety, and that's something that I've ah. developed very recently. So it's not even like like. Also, back in India, I'm very extroverted. <laughs> but as soon I gotcha. as I get here, well, yeah, I think it's the thing. You know, you're in a different <laughs> culture and whatnot, a different hustle bustle. Um, I yeah. get it. I get it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. I have a very similar thing. A lot of people don't know this. I, um, you know, mm-hmm. I, like I said, I'm a painter. I've done hundreds and hundreds of art shows, and I've been doing this for 20 years. You know, and mm-hmm. At every art show, they'll have, you know, your paintings up on the wall, whatever. But at some point, you have to talk to the crowd. The, the gallery curator will say, well, he'd like to bring Jamie up here now, and he's going to tell us about his paintings. And I mm-hmm. freeze. I, it's so hard for me. And um, yeah. I just, I'm not good at that. And everybody's like, Jamie, you have a podcast. You're very extroverted, you know. What's the, I'm like, yeah, on the podcast, I'm looking at a mic and a computer screen. I'm not looking at people looking back at me, you know. Yeah, um, I'm like, so yeah, but you know that people are listening. Call. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's exactly. way different, man. It's way different. And I'll tell you what I did is, um, I don't know if you've seen any pictures of me, but I'm, I'm always wearing these uh, sunglasses because, you know, yeah, I'm an artist. Yeah. I'm cool. And uh, so I have a pair. And I've painted the inside black with, like, black paint. And no one knows uh-huh. when I have to talk. I switch those sunglasses so I don't see any of the people when I'm talking, you know? And uh, there's a few people that know that, but most don't. They have no idea. And, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. It helps. It gets me through yeah. it, man. It gets me through it. Um, yeah. I, I used to use that. Uh-huh. Well, no, what I was going to say is the worst one time I was on a panel and I was on the stage with these people and whatnot. And I had my, you know, my, my black sunglasses on and I fell asleep. <laughs> it was so boring. <laughs> this lady next to me kicked my leg. Like, Jamie, wake up. Um, you're starting to snore. Like, oh, on the stage? Oh, my God. Yeah, terrible. Terrible. Anyhow. Anyhow. Well, this is cool, man. You're you're out there. You're making music, and uh, and people, uh, you know, are digging it. They they like it. You know, um, you've got great comments and whatnot on your videos and this and that. Um, it's got to be a cool feeling, you know, to be. Yes, you're in a different hustle bustle and a different culture and environment and whatnot, but you're doing. You're winning. You're doing well in it. So there's that. <laughs> no one's throwing rotten tomatoes at you. You know, it's a good thing. <laughs> Yep, yep. No, I'm definitely enjoying this process right now. And, like, I'm also uh, finally playing my first show soon in L.A. uh, in two weeks. So, yes, that is one of my favorite things to do. And that is finally happening. So I'm extremely excited. Nice. So, yeah, definitely. Where's the show going to be? We got to get the word out. Oh, yeah. It's in Los Angeles at uh, Adults Only on the 7th of June, uh, 7 p.m. Nice. And you can find all the details, nice. like, on my socials everywhere. 
should be very, yeah, very, very excited. Very and I'll be cool. playing like what, some of my music that I just, I just released. Or I am releasing. There's going to be some unreleased stuff, and then for the first time, I'll be playing some of the music I wrote recently. So I'm very excited. <laughs> well, that's great. Well, you know, one of the great things about playing live, and I, I, I'm not a musician, though. I just know it's mm-hmm. I, I've always know. I've always been friends with musicians because they have the best parties, you know. Um, they're always the cool kids. And um, anyhow, uh, no, but one of the great things about that is you get to work, you get to try new stuff out on a crowd, you know. Um, you get to uh, see what, you know, what works, what doesn't, um, you know, hone it, the show down a little bit. And that's always a good mm-hmm. thing, you know. That's a very cool yeah. thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh. It's well, so great to communicate, you know, just like the, yeah, definitely. Oh, like yeah. the stage, uh, you know, like for me, it's like like the stage, the camera, all of these things. So I was like, I really like that space. It really makes me very comfortable. Like I don't get stage fright. I don't know. That's again no. <laughs> weird. I never get stage fright. So exactly like the stage makes me like very excited. Like oh my god. <laughs> I'm telling you, you get hooked on it. You get hooked. I, yeah, it's you know, I, I, it's it's funny. I um, I remember I was at a you know, and I've had this conversation a couple times with different people at, at parties or dinner parties or whatnot. And they're the Rolling Stones. They were a big rock band back in the day. They're actually still around, mm-hmm. uh, real big. You know, rock god. Um, and and people say, well, why are they still going on tour? You know, they don't need the money. What's the, and I'm like, because they're addicted to being on stage, man. Why do you think all these musicians get into drinking and drugs and all? Because they're trying to get that same feeling that they never do uh, than playing mm-hmm. on stage, you know. It's a lot easier to go buy something, buy a thing of whiskey than it is to put on a show. Um, you know, and that's, that's what happens. They get hooked on it. Yes, Mick Jagger, I don't yeah. know how old he is. He's got to be 80 or something. He's still out there doing it because can't get enough, you know? Um, yeah, exactly. And that's that's uh, the blessing and the curse of my, the musicians I know, you know? Um, but it's great, and I appreciate it, because I'm so into music, and there's people like you out there making it, you know, which is great. Um, now, you <laughs> mentioned you, so. you moved to L.A. two years <laughs> ago, and I don't know if you were aware of this, uh, uh, Renda, that, uh, you know, two years ago, a little thing happened, um, the global pandemic, you moved out there in the middle of that? Right at the oh, beginning? Uh, no, it was actually three years ago. And, uh, three years ago? I, okay. Yes, yes. And I was in L.A. for nine months. And I, so I think I moved back. I was back in India for, I was supposed to be there for three months. And that's when the pandemic, oh, like man. that's when the lockdown happened. So I was stuck back there for another so you nine months again. You were home with your family. Yes, yes, it was. Um, yeah, I mean, oh, I was terrible, expecting to come terrible back. Terrible tragedy. <laughs> it was. It was a good again a blessing and a curse in like some ways. Uh, being at home, it was like okay, yeah, like you know, I'm at home and safe and everything. But I'm like, oh my god, I'm stuck. Like I need to breathe because it it. I think everybody went through that, obviously, with the lockdown. Um, mm. It's just that I'd made up my mind. I had a show uh, right before the the lockdown happened. 
it was like mm-hmm. I think like two like a day before the lockdown and I was supposed to fly back from Delhi to LA and I was in Mumbai at the time and that was a show like my parents like my dad had the earplugs on so that's when it was announced and like barely people turned up at the show that was there's just my family at the show. <laughs> and uh oh, wow. and then we yeah, and then exactly and then we came back to Delhi and that's when it was locked down and then nine months I was stuck back there and then I came back last year in September. Yeah. Wow. And then wow. we well, I hope everybody was I hope all your people were okay and, and made it through all right and everything. Um I know a lot of people yeah. did I, Oh, yeah, big, I mean, big, absolutely. Big. Pretty crazy. I'm telling you, this, uh, I watched a thing, I think it was on PBS or something, uh, when, when it was really bad in India, and uh, it was a special they had done. And, and again, I'm here in Florida watching this, and I realize this, you know, that they're probably sensationalizing things maybe a little bit. I mean, I get it. But if you didn't... They weren't faking images, you know. I'm I'm seeing stuff, and I'm going, oh my god! I mean, it was it really moved me. It was just so terrible. And um, the I think it was like two days later. Um, I'm a little older than my wife, so I was the first up to get the vaccine, the the first shot of mm-hmm. it. And so we went to the little mm-hmm. place around here, and the uh, the nurse that was giving me the the shot and everything, um, they they gave me they make you wait, you know, or I don't know if they. At least with me, they made me wait like half an hour to make sure, you know, I didn't fall over or something. And again, I'm an old man, you know. And uh, the guy was um, Indian. And, uh, you know, we were kind of BSing a little bit. And he was like, yeah, I'm just real worried. You know, I said, I watched, I mentioned, I said, I watched this thing. I hope all your people, you know, are okay. And he's like, yeah, just kind of worried because communication's a little spotty, you know, in some areas where, where his people were from. And mm-hmm. I just got, got choked up and, you know, when and I was okay. And then we, we left and, uh, you know, went and got a hamburger. So I don't know what we did. We did Subway sandwiches or something. And um, my wife's like, she's like, you going to be okay? And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, well, you, you teared up, man. You work. And I said, well, yeah, man, that poor guy, he's out here. He's doing what he can do. I mean, he doesn't know about half of the same, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling it, you know. I'm sensitive, <laughs> you know. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. But I'm hoping, yeah. I'm hoping things uh, settle down a little bit, you know, get it together. Oh, man. It, they Come are, on. but apparently it's been happening again, and people are getting COVID again oh. and getting better. So I don't know, honestly, at this point. <laughs> like, I'm it's crazy. The last I heard was the monkeypox. Yeah. I'm like, oh great, monkeypox. That's what we need. That's just, please, <laughs> people, come on, come on. Yeah, we got. Um, me and my wife got married like a week before the lockdown, and um, mm-hmm. we uh, we've been together forever. You know, we're one of those couples that have been together forever. But he was, uh, mm-hmm. you know, her mama was giving us a hard time. She's like, you guys got to get married. You can't own a house, and you, you got to get married. You know, come on. You have a dog. You got to get married. Um, so we did, and it was great and everything. But I remember at the wedding reception, I was very cavalier about COVID, very stupidly cavalier. I was talking to one of my best friends from high school who was in town for the wedding, and uh, her and her daughter. And, uh, you know, we were 
kind of making fun of it a little bit. We're like, oh, yeah, it's like Ebola. Nobody cares, you know. It's only going to happen somewhere that we don't care about, you know, or that we're not aware of, so it's not a big deal. It'll blow over in a week. Week later, yeah. or a few days later, me and my wife were at Disney World. We went up there. We live in Florida, so, you know, it's it's close, and we didn't want to spend a bunch of money on a honeymoon. Um, so, you know, Disney's a three-hour drive. So we went to Disney, we're at a fancy restaurant, and everybody's phone, I'll never forget, everybody's phone starts going off, like in a movie, you know? And mm-hmm. uh, and I don't I don't have a cell phone. My wife, everybody's looking at their phone at this. We were at one of those Japanese restaurants where they cut everything up and fry it in front of you, you know? Uh-huh. And I'm like, what the hell, is, what's going on, dear? What's, are the missiles flying? What's happening, you know? And she's like, Disney's mm-hmm. announcing they're closing the park. And I'm like, if Disney... So we're paying $300 for a Japanese steakhouse here. If Disney's walking away from money, it's serious. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're all about making yeah. money. Um, yep. <laughs> then I got worried. Then I got worried. I'm like, whoa, oh, um, no, <laughs> oh, I'm telling you. I'm yeah. telling you. It's crazy. It's crazy. But mm-hmm. I don't wear a mask. I know people, everybody looks at me weird and stuff. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be breathing in your stuff, man. I I don't think it's a bad thing. And I like the six-foot distance thing, too. Um, you know, but that's just yeah. kind of a jerk. Honestly, as an introvert, trust me, like with the masks, like it's it's so good. I, I love wearing the masks, honestly. I do, too. It's so comforting. I got a whole yeah, bunch of them, man. Yeah, yeah. And really cool ones, you know? My wife got mm-hmm. on. She does costumes and stuff. Man, she made me a whole bunch of cool masks and everything. And they have the, mm-hmm. you know, the insert. You put the insert in so they get protected. But um, yeah, I got mm-hmm. really cool stuff. You know, I I like it. I'm yeah. like, ooh, I don't have to shave today. Fantastic. Give me that. Mask. <laughs> um, you know. <laughs> she was saying, my wife was like, I saved so much money on lipstick. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Very true. And we're alive. How about that? <laughs> you know, very cool. <laughs> oh, man. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www dot jamie rocks dot us www dot j a m i e r o x x dot us Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time.
My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Gear, the online web shop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings, from La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. Well, hey, Lex, we're sitting here BSing so much. We got a great track to play, folks. Uh, it's Dead Rose. Now, this is the latest from Ladders. This, this isn't out yet, right? This drops June 7th or something like that? Or is this one out? Uh, Rose comes out tonight. Tonight? Holy yeah. moly. It's tonight, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Can you believe it? Wow. How cool is that? And people be able to buy it wherever they, uh, they stream music, right? Yes. Yes, everywhere. Nice. nice. Well, let's play it. Let's play it. We're going to play it, folks, and then we'll talk a little bit about it. Here it is. This is Ladders, Dead Rose.
Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, it started with, Dead Rose started with the line, I feel like a dead rose, that I just, I actually oh. captioned it under a picture. And just the picture was that. And uh, I wrote those lines and I was like, hum, interesting. And that happens a lot with me, actually. I look at photos and I tend to write. And uh, that's that's usually where my writing comes from. And so that's how it started with those lines. And I didn't think about what what the song was going to be about, and I was just um, I sat with my friend and the producer of the song, and we were just sort of jamming out. I was like, okay, yeah, and I was um, hum, actually I was practicing at that time, and um, uh, you know we like before like when you're warming up your voice, you do like one, three, five, or whatever, like you know just the arpeggios, and you're doing the same thing. So that's when I, I just sang those lines. I was like, I feel like a... Okay, I like that. I feel like oh. a... I thought that's just, just a little melody that's where it started. And, um, yep, and then the song turned out, when, once we finished writing it, uh, it turned out to be about a lot of things um, that I usually write about, like, you know, in this 
era of social media. And, like, I grew up mm. using Instagram. Like, I was 13 when I got on Instagram. So I used wow. a lot of Instagram. And, you know, so <laughs> that was, that that has, uh, that has had, like, a certain kind of effect on my mind that I'm just realizing or, you know, some of my traits, some of the things that have been shaped in a way where, you know, I'm looking at things through social media, which led me to, um, I don't know, um, I had a fe- I, I had a feeling where, you know, I was posting and I was doing this and then I, I mm. wasn't, fe- I, I was feeling validated, but I wasn't happy. Um, and uh, it was... Like Instagram. It was like, <laughs> yeah, it. exactly. Yeah, basically, so that's what the words of the song, like, I feel like a dead rose and may or may not be, not to sound too narcissistic now, is that what I'm being, because somewhere, like, it gives you some sort of a pleasure, but at the same time, you feel kind of dead inside. <laughs> it's not that dark, but, like, uh, the fuck. And, um, I have that same and, feeling yeah. with, with sweets and pastries. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get it. I get it. <laughs> I would eat them all the time if I could. I think I would like that. Yeah, have a vegetable once in a while. It's addicting, man. Yeah, all these things. It's addicting. Oh, the the sweet, the well, that social cool. media. Yeah. Well, that's a cool yeah. track. It's definitely a cool track. Are you going to do, I know you've done some uh, music videos and whatnot, which are fantastic. I love them. Um, are, any plans for doing a video for Dead Rose? Uh, not for Dead Rose. Um, I was thinking of creating like some small visuals on it. I, like I said, I mm. like to paint and um, I like to do some digital art as well. Um, so I had like a couple of nice. ideas for some visualizers for the video, but not necessarily like a full video. But we have a video for the next song coming that I shot in Mumbai uh, with oh, all oh. of my friends from childhood and they're all into filmmaking and other things so it worked out really well um yeah which will be out next nice. month <laughs> well, i can't wait i can't wait i'm going to talk to taylor we got to get you back on the show man we got to get you back on the show when that one comes out you know seriously oh Thank my you God. So much. i can't wait to hear it and see it and oh that's awesome very very cool very cool thank you so much. well now at the beginning of our show, you know I told you, ladders. I told you, uh, it will go by quick, didn't I? Didn't I say that? Can yes, you believe it's been an hour? Yeah, it's been an hour. I'm telling you, <laughs> almost, that's almost. Crazy. That's crazy. That's I know. It crazy. seems like we've been talking five minutes or something. You know, um, yeah. I made a new friend. What can I say, folks? How about that? <laughs> right never have too many friends. Yeah, very nice to meet you, too. Well, I'm going to tell you this, Ladders. You know this already, though, but I'm going to see you anyway. Um, you know, if you ever have one of those mornings where you wake up, keep doing what you're doing. You're super good at it. You know, you're real good at it. You're the real deal. Real good at this. And uh, I think that's very, very cool. So, Thank you, you know. so much. I Thank you so much. That really, really, really makes me feel good because... I'm trying. <laughs> no, nothing wrong with that. That's how you. That's how you get from A to B. You know, it, 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 what happens? You know, you got to do it. Yeah. Um, very very cool. 
<laughs> I'm telling you, always. It never and it never ends. It never. I will tell you this: as someone who's been, you know, not in the music game, but the art game for, you know, ever. Um, mm-hmm. You think you'll get to a point where you're like, hey, you know what? I don't feel like doing it today. I don't feel like doing it. I'm gonna go to the beach. I'm gonna sit with my toes in the sand. It's gonna be great. Yeah, I live, you know, three blocks from the beach. I could do that any day I want, but I can't. I gotta work. You know? um, everybody I know in the business, they're always working. It never stops. Um, yep. You know, and you know this. You're learning this because you're living in California. That's the California way. Oh well, we've been working yep. for 15 hours. You're like, yeah, and it's a Tuesday. You know, that's what we do. We'll do it tomorrow too. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah, doing your thing. Everybody. Well, very, it. very cool. Well, Thank so, like you. I said, we have links up to uh, Ladder's website, waysandladders.com, and uh, her Instagram, her TikTok, Facebook, Twitter. It's very easy to find because it's all Ways and Ladders. I like that. I like that. Um, you know. Thank you. I like the, the Ways and Ladders. That's cool. And then you. she said, well, it's just too long. I'm going to shorten it to ladders. So, you know, deal with that. <laughs> okay, I will. Now, ways, I think it's great, too. Ways is a different person than ladders. Is a different person. That's, that's, I got you. That's something for the future. <laughs> I see. I see. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh, when you meet that Mr. Wright, you're going to be like, yeah, by the way, I have a whole different personality you're going to get to meet. It's like, yeah, I figured. You find all of these are different people that you can see that on stage. If you should you should fly out here to LA and I should. You know, I definitely should. Watch. You know, it was, yeah, it was my wife has never been my wife's never been to California. And uh, she's been bugging me too. This she's like, time. I wanna go to California and I wanna go to LA, I wanna go to San Francisco, I wanna and then she's like, I wanna go she's never been to Vegas. I wanna go to Vegas. I'm like, Okay dear, well we'll go to all these places. Why don't we just go to uh-huh. Disney this weekend though instead? And, uh, <laughs> I think she's getting tired of going to Disney, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you. Uh, no, <laughs> most magical place on earth. They, they never get tired of that. Anyhow, anyhow, man, we've been to Disney so many times. We go to Animal Kingdom, yeah, and the like, animals recognize us. They're like, "Here he is. There's Jamie." Stop, <laughs> dude. I'm like, "Come on, come on." Anyway, anyway. Uh, well, very, very cool. Well, folks, we're, we're at the end of our show, but this uh, this episode will be converted to a podcast. We're going to push uh, push down on all the social media platforms and on all the podcasting platforms. We're on close to 600 of them. Wherever you listen and download podcasts at, real good chance we're on it. And, you know, that's, that's a cool thing. Uh, so however you listen to the show, we really appreciate it. Be sure to check out our, uh, you know, use the links. Those links stay active. We have all these links for Ladders, uh, various uh, social media and website. If you're listening to the show in the future on Spotify, Hello from the Past, all those links are active. Just click on them, you get right there. Like and share. I tell people this all the time. I don't think it's a big mystery. Um, If you dig something, you dig an artist, whatever, you know, uh, you find something that that you think is really cool, like and share their social media. Chances are your friends are going to dig it too, you know. Because they're your friends. They've got similar interests. Uh, 
Um, and it really helps out. It really helps out. Well, very cool. Mm-hmm. Well, Ladder, keep doing what you're doing, man. You're real good at it. You're super good at it, you know? Thank Seriously. you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so Absolutely. much for this interview. Well, Thank you. Oh, yeah. Anytime. anytime. <laughs> I can't wait to have you on again. Uh, like I said, I'm going to talk to Taylor. Hey, speaking of Taylor, everybody's like, who the heck is Taylor? Everybody cool knows Taylor. Uh, Taylor Fisari, <laughs> man, over She's part of the fine folks at Trend PR, the best PR company in the business. I'm telling you, um, they are fantastic. Yeah. If you if, if you need if you're some sort of creator, you know, you, you're creating content of some sort, and you need help on the PR side of things, which majority of people do. Don't get me wrong. You know, somebody's like, I'll do that myself. Yeah, that, that's a smart plan. Um, to, you know, do you have that same attitude with your accounting in your business? See how that works out. You know. Um, but anyway, if you need help with that, I don't know how it works. I don't know, you know, the deal or whatever uh, with Trend PR. Get them on your side. Go pick up Taylor's dry cleaning, you know, wash your car, do what you got to do. Get to writing because you want them. Man, they're, they're really good at what they do, I'm telling you. Um, yep. So anyway, yep. we have a link to them up. Best in the business. Um, they could give classes on how to do PR. They are so good at it. Anyway, anyway. Okay, folks, that's going to wrap it up for us. I um, What is today? Today is Thursday. Hey, I've got the weekend off. Not really. Not really. For those in uh, South Florida, uh, another big show this Saturday night. Details on my website, um, jamierocks.us. Uh, come by. It doesn't cost anything. Come by. See the new paintings. And, uh, you know, check it out. Second one I've done this uh, month, and I think we've got two lined up for next month, too. So, Man, we're, work, we're back at it, this COVID thing. You know, we can finally do stuff now. Uh, that's cool. Um, and, you know, so check that out. And also, you can always check out poprocksradio.com and see who's coming up on the show. Uh, very, very cool. We will see you next time. Thanks again, Ladders. You rock. You are cool. Turned up to 10. Thanks for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jamie. Absolutely. Well, folks, we'll see you next time. Have a great weekend. Remember, the world's still kind of a weird place. Don't be a Karen. Don't be a Chad. Be nice to people. You know, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay, well, that's it. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. This has been pop art painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.